Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. If you're looking for a solid and reliable contract that you can feel good about sending to your clients, look no further than the WVS contract, crafted by a licensed attorney in the state of Colorado. It might just be the best contract for wedding videographers in all of North America, or even maybe the world. Uh, hard to know. Regardless, if you're unsure of whether the contract you're using right now is good enough, go to WeddingVideographySchool.com right now, enter the password podcast, and start protecting yourself and your business today. Hey guys, Michael here with WeddingVideographySchool.com. Hope you're having a great week, great day. I know I am. Uh, I am back in Beaver Creek and Vail area. Um, actually at the same hotel I was at last weekend when I recorded the last episode of the pod. Um, back with a little bit of an update today. I'm in between weddings right now. Um, I'm going to start shooting another wedding here in about a couple hours. But um, I wanted to talk a little bit about... Um, how to handle back-to-back weddings, um, seeing as how that's what I'm doing right now. Um, So I'm going to talk a little bit about that, but first I wanted to give you an update on how that ceremony uh, that I talked about in the last podcast went. It went went pretty well. Um, I actually think it went really good, all things considered. It was a Catholic ceremony, and it turned out to be about 50 minutes long. I was planning on about an hour. Um, The church was packed, and it's kind of a smaller chapel. If you go online and you look up the Vail Interfaith Chapel, uh, you can see photos of it. It's not tiny, but it's not big either, and I think they... I think they had like 230 guests, and so it really filled up basically every seat in the house. It was almost standing room only, um, but I think everybody ended up having a seat. Um, I would say, you know, I really wish I had a had an assistant for this wedding, um, but I the way the travel worked out and stuff, I couldn't get lodging and stuff for somebody to come up and help me, but... Um, yeah, I think, I think everything went really well. Uh, I'm trying to think about what I would have changed. Um, other than having an assistant, I probably wouldn't have changed my setup. Um, the, the back camera worked out really well. It was up in the balcony. Um, so that, that worked out really well. I was a little nervous cause there were a bunch of people sitting up there, um, right next to the camera. Um, and usually there's nobody up there. Um, but like I said, it was a packed house, so there were plenty of people hanging around. Um, you know, when you're in a Catholic service, especially if you're in a big church, you want to have somebody manning. I mean, ideally you'll have someone manning each camera, but you at least want somebody managing the camera opposite of you, right? So, um, cause I was walking around managing all these different cameras and there's a good chunk of time where I'm walking in between cameras and I'm not, you know, I'm not watching them, right? I don't know what's going on. I, I lock them down on the tripod and hope that everything's good. But if one of them were to stop for some reason, I would be screwed, right? So ideally you're going to have somebody manning each camera, but I do know that, you know, oftentimes it's not really feasible. 
Um, and with, you know, something like the Sony cameras, you're going to have a longer runtime on those cameras. So you don't need somebody to stand there and stop start them, but you do need, um, you do need somebody to like make sure the framing's good. Cause you know, bride, bride and groom moves around, officiant moves around. Um, you might want reaction shots from the front row and all that kind of stuff. So ideally you're going to have extra people to help you, but the, uh, the wedding actually turned out really well. Um, I think the worst part of the ceremony was actually just, um, there were these like pillars on the sides of the walls that kind of stick out a bit. And when I was walking back from my B camera to go to my A camera, I kept knocking my shoulder into the, like the last pillar on the back wall. And, um, it was really painful and I actually still, I have a visible like bruise on my shoulder from where I basically like hit my shoulder twice in the same exact spot on two different occasions. Um, so yeah, people say, uh, people say wedding videography isn't dangerous. I say, uh, you're wrong. It's a, it's uh, one of the riskiest businesses out there. So, uh, anyway, that was probably, the only thing that really went wrong. I haven't sat down to edit it yet, so there's always a possibility I screwed something up and just don't realize it yet, but I don't I don't think I did. I think everything went pretty well. Um, so when you're shooting a Catholic wedding, you, you like I said, you really want to make sure that you have somebody else because otherwise you're going to be doing a lot of walking around. And I try to be pretty quiet and pretty, you know, um, what's the word? discreet but honestly like um, if you're walking around like people are going to notice you walking around so um you know if if the space is really big if you're in a really big church that can also be a problem um or if you're like at a big ceremony site you're going to spend a lot of time walking between cameras and that means the cameras are left unattended for for longer periods of time so i'm not really a huge fan of that I've also noticed that with outdoor weddings, um, if you have uneven clouds, so let's say you got big puffy clouds that are coming and going frequently, your lighting situation is going to be changing like all the time. And I'm not a big fan, at least with the Canon cameras, I'm not a big fan of having the auto ISO on uh, in video mode where it kind of lightens and darkens based on the available light. Um, mostly because sometimes it'll adjust for like the sky, right? And so everything on the ground will be really dark. Um, so I like to still keep all my video settings and basically a manual, uh, setup, uh, which means that if the clouds roll over and it gets really dark, I'm going to have to run back and adjust each camera that I have. Um, so you know, that, that's kind of annoying. And so you having an assistant in that sort of a situation too, is, is just awesome. Um, because they're standing right there with the camera, they can adjust the exposure. Um, trying to think what else that that's pretty much it. I mean, everything went really well. Um, yeah. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm in between weddings right now. I went up to Denver yesterday, shot a wedding, um, in Denver and then left Denver at 11 PM to drive to Beaver Creek. Now I'm in Beaver Creek. I got here at like 1 AM just after 1 AM. Um, I didn't go to bed until probably like two 30 cause I 
wanted to take a shower. I wanted to load all my stuff in. Um, and I had to do a couple quick things. And then it took me like maybe like a half hour to fall asleep after I was done with all that stuff. So, um, but I wanted to talk about, like I said before, um, double, double header weddings, um, back to back weddings and what I do to prepare, um, and just kind of make these shoots a little bit easier. Um, I got to wrap this pod up pretty soon because my assistant is actually showing up here in a few minutes and I got to get him his parking pass for the hotel. But, um, basically when I was at my wedding last night, I was charging all my batteries, Um, well, not all my batteries, but as I would use up a battery, I'd throw it on the charger. That way, by the end of the night, basically all my batteries were charged, except for like the three batteries and my three cameras. So when I got to the hotel, all I did was bring in three batteries and three chargers and plug them in. Um, and that was super helpful to basically know that I wasn't going to have to like wake up in the middle of the night and like swap out batteries because I'd been charging batteries at my event last night. Um, the other thing I did to make things a little bit easier t- for today is um, I just brought some extra memory cards, which I know sounds kind of silly, but um, there was a long time where I just <laughs> I only had enough memory cards to shoot one wedding. Um, now I've got enough to shoot two weddings back to back. Um, and so, yeah, that, that works out really well. Um, I went ahead and just swapped out the cards on my task cam recorders. I can get a, t- like a ton of recording time out of the cast task cam. Like basically you name any task cam recorder. Like if you, if you put a big enough memory card in and I usually put 16s or 32 gigs in those, um, recorders, you can get a ton of recording time out of them. So I actually did not swap my cards. Um, I'm just not going to format any of my audio cards, uh, today. So, um, I'm just going to keep recording on uh, the DR10s, the DR60, uh, and the, uh, what is it, DR44W. <laughs> um, I also have a DR40, but that doesn't really matter. What I'm saying is, um, yeah, I, I have enough time on those cards to just keep rolling today. Um, I also loaded up my car before the send off last night. Right. So basically I whittled, you know, by the end of the wedding, I had basically packed up all my gear except for like the monopod that I was on and, um, like a camera and microphone. And that was pretty much all I had out. And, you know, towards the end of the wedding, when I basically had all the shots that I really needed and dancing was, um, kind of winding down and stuff like that. I, I loaded up the car. That way I'd be ready to go as soon as I got in the car. I also um, do this thing where, like, my feet get kind of sore, like, wearing dress shoes all day. So when I get into the car and I've got, like, a two-hour drive ahead of me, I don't want to keep wearing the dress shoes. But I don't. I also don't want to just drive, like, in my socks because that's not particularly safe. Um, so I uh, went ahead and just brought my tennis shoes with me. Um, and I put those on when I got in the car to head over here to Beaver Creek. So I was driving in like comfortable shoes and giving my feet a break. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, when I got into the hotel, like I said, all I brought up was my big case with my cameras in it. Um, just cause I don't really like leaving those in the car. Um, even though it's, you know, I was in a private 
private garage and stuff, so it's probably all right, but, uh, you know, I just don't like to take the chance. I brought up in my clothes and my dress shoes, and that was, uh, pretty much it. My personal bag. Oh, I also had a cooler. Forgot to mention that. Um, I went ahead and packed, um, food and drinks in a cooler, and, uh, had that in my car and I brought that cooler in and actually just went ahead and put it in the fridge when I got in. So this morning I woke up and I've got cold drinks, cold food. Um, and it's, it's just so much easier than like hoping that a gas station is open in the middle of the night. Um, and you know, it, it, if you, if you're stopping on your way, like that's just more time that you're not going to be able to sleep. And for me, like, I just want to, I just want to get as much sleep as possible. Um, cause yeah, today I've got a 14 hour, it's probably going to be like a 14 hour day. I'm starting at like 11. Hmm. Actually, I don't know. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll have to give you guys an update on this, on this wedding. Um, this is an interesting one because I have not met the couple and every time I reached out to them, they just kind of referred me to their planner. So I don't think they were really like wanting to talk to me, which is kind of weird. Um, I hope they're really cool. I hope they're just so laid back that they just don't, they're just like, do whatever you want, like do your thing. We don't care kind of a couple. Um, they are from Texas and I've heard that I've heard that Texas brides can be, uh, no offense to anybody in Texas, uh, but I've heard Texas brides can be a little intense. So, uh, luckily my assistant today is from Texas. He used to shoot weddings in Texas. So, um, hopefully, uh, he can give me some pointers if, if this person is particularly, uh, uh, intense, (laughs) I guess. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll, I'll have to update you guys on how this one goes. This one has been actually like a really kind of, I've kind of been dreading this wedding in a sense, um, because of, for some other reasons, not necessarily because of the couple. Um, cause like I said, I don't even know the couple I've never even talked to them, but, um, yeah, I'll, I'll have to you know, tell you guys a little bit about how this wedding came about and how, uh, how I had to prepare for this wedding. So, um, I'll have to do that on a different pod. Uh, I think my assistant is about to pop up. So, um, thanks for listening guys. Uh, if you guys have questions, feel free to shoot me an email at michael at weddingvideographyschool.com. Um, trying to think what else I'm just kind of free flowing off the top of my head here. What else is going on? Uh, make sure if you, if you like this podcast, if you like the updates, please uh, subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes, uh, leave a review, and uh, don't forget to check out wedding video. <coughs> don't forget to check out weddingvideographyschool.com for uh, resources, uh, including the the contract that I use, which I'm super excited um, to have up. I know some some of you have already started downloading that, which is really awesome and really helpful. I'm hoping to make all my money back um, from paying my attorney for that contract. So uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Glad to see that people are are using it um, because it's going to, I think it's going to help a lot of you guys. Uh, And with that, I will check you in the next episode. Later. 
Hey guys, this episode of Wedding Videography School is brought to you by photographers wearing wide brim hats. Uh, photographers wearing wide brim hats is the nation's number one wedding photography company, and for good reason. Uh, they are clearly the most creative, most unique uh, individuals out there, and their photography is so creative, I can't even begin to describe how creative it is. That's how creative it is. If you guys are working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats, then you're probably not working with the best photographers out there. So, um, you know, whether you're having a wedding, a birthday party, uh, or you're taking your kids to school, or you're hanging out at home, or going to the bathroom, you know, all things that you want photographed creatively, um, it should be done by photographers wearing wide brim hats. A lot of you guys, I know you're working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats. They might not be wearing hats at all. And um, that's a problem. If they're not wearing a wide brim hat, I don't know what the point of them even picking up a camera is. But when you work with photographers wearing wide brim hats, you know that you're always getting someone who's going to uh, give you the most incredible shots that you could imagine. So for your next event, whether it's a wedding, a birthday party, a family reunion, uh, your mom's pap smear, whatever the event, make sure that you hire photographers wearing wide brim hats um, to get the most creative still images captured, you know, one frame at a time. And that's what, that's what photography is. It's, you know, you hear the click, click, and you know you got one frame. And then you hear another click. Sometimes you hear eight clicks in a row, like click, 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 click. Uh, that, they just got eight pictures. And maybe one of them is good. Probably not. But the photographer wearing a wide brim hat, they are going to pull those photos later on and, you know, really, really select the eight or six shots that they got from the entire day. Um, that they stood in front of the videographer to get. And they're going to they're gonna edit those down into something truly magical. Probably, um, probably just two 8x10s that you can put in the living room next to the closet door. So give photographers with wide brim hats a call today and book them for your next event.